Chris. I hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. And to say that this week has been stressful is probably putting it as lightly as I possibly could. Uh, with the election tomorrow, if you listen to this episode right when it came out, it, uh, it is, it's really packed on the stress. I think we're all in anticipation to see what's going to happen next. And I like to be honest with all of you. Um, yeah, I've been I've been feeling like maybe this isn't the best week to teach personal finance. Maybe there's some other things that people are concerned about other than uh, learning more about handling their money, which I think is important. But I uh, got to keep things in perspective. There's always things that are more important than that. Uh, and I know for myself, too, I was like, you know what? Let me just take a little bit easier this week, take a little bit lighter, try to reduce as much stress <laughs> as I can this week, which I'm sure so many of you are, are trying to do as well. So this week, I thought I'd share with you one of the more recent episodes of This Is Awkward. This is just a clip uh, from that episode. And this episode, I decided to share with you one to give you a distraction, hopefully give you something to to think about for a few minutes uh, instead of what's going on right now. Uh, But also, this was probably one of the most, I don't know if controversial is the right word I should use. We got the most feedback on this episode. And I think this is the first episode where Allison and I, my co-host, we disagreed so much on the approach to how to handle this awkward money situation. So I would love for you to take a listen to this and then let me know what your thoughts are. How do you feel about this awkward situation? How would you handle it? Uh, you can always, you know, reach out to me on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast, or you can just send it to us over on the This Is Awkward page. Uh, it is at This Is Awkward Podcast on Instagram. Um, or if you have an awkward money situation, I think I've mentioned this before, but if you have an awkward money story that you want to share with us, uh, please feel free to do so. You can give us a call at 707-200-8259. Uh, I hope that you all are are doing your best to hang in there, deal with the stress as best you can. Uh, hope you're being safe as you go out and vote. I know I appreciate everyone who's taking time to go out and exercise their, their right to vote. As always, I appreciate all of you for joining me here each and every week and hope you enjoy this clip from This Is Awkward. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into today's message who was sent in by an anonymous person. So here is what our anonymous writer says. Before I met my husband, I racked up over $120,000 in debt, which included $15,000 in credit cards, $26,000 on a car I way overpaid for, and then $79,000 for a nursing degree. I feel like whenever I'm trying to talk to him about our finances, he is extremely jaded and resents me for bringing all of this debt into the relationship. Since when I met him, he had none. I also convinced him to get credit cards when we were first dating to be able to buy me things. <laughs> Touche, girl. <laughs> you I need you help. To that, Allison. <laughs> I need I need help on how to approach talking about wanting to get out of debt when the majority of it is mine, with the exception of one credit card and some medical debt from our baby. He always makes me feel like it's my problem since I got into this mess. But I want to be able to do this as a team since we are married and we do literally everything else together. This has just become a touchy subject. Well, thank you, Anonymous, for writing in. And this is a this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. And it's always hard because, you know, we don't we don't hear both sides of the story. We don't know everything that's going on here. But it really sounds like he's just bothered by the situation that they're in. Ooh, that's a good word to use for it. Do you like that See, one? I was going to use the word close minded, annoyed, frustrated, <laughs> uh, jerk. But I like how you just said, 
bothered. I'm here to balance this out because as you were reading it, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to need to bring some balance because Allison's already like, I hate this person. <laughs> well, it's not that I hate him. It's not. It's not. It's just that like, dude, you're doing everything else together. Come on. Like no one is perfect. Give a little bit of grace. You're not perfect either. I'm sorry. This is ranting now. But wow, I, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to have to defend this. This anonymous husband, man. No, yeah, I, uh, go be my guest. See how far you get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really, I mean, okay, so she has the credit cards that she had beforehand. Yeah, that sucks. Okay, she way overpaid on a car. So she convinced him to rack up his own debt to buy her things to win her over. Look, maybe she doesn't have the best track record. However, if she is willing to change and try to dig them out of this and says, hey, I want you to help hold the shovel and help let's dig out of this together. He should be like, score. This is great. She's wanting to see a difference. Instead, he's just like, don't bother me with it. Okay, the way you put that, you've you've won me over a little bit here because mm-hmm, I, I am right. a firm believer in doing stuff together in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a marriage and a relationship and working towards the goals together as a team. And yep. I mean, you kind of sometimes have to forget. I mean, especially stuff is in the past. You've decided to stay together. So if you've already made that decision, you're going to have to work together. It can't just be mm-hmm. we're together for everything else except for this stuff here. This you, can't, debt. you can't really cut. You can't separate that out because that's your finances. And it sounds mm-hmm. like are merged together. You kind of have to yeah. work together on these things. Yeah. It's like um, we'll go ahead and share finances, but not this crappy part of the finances. <laughs> That you brought it, you know, it's like you don't get to pick and choose. You don't get to pick and choose of what you accept fully about a person that you're married. No, you you get all of them, whether the good and the bad. And yeah, maybe these are bad. Maybe this is the credit card debt is from some of her previous bad spending habits. Maybe the car was something that she did. She way overpaid for it and it was a bad decision or it was a bad choice but it sounds like number one she's learned from it it sounds like number two she's willing to change and it sounds like number three she wants to do it with her husband now i will say i'm gonna pop back over to the husband's side for a little Mm -hmm. bit here this person i have no idea who he is Uh, i'm gonna pop back over here because maybe he might be hurt maybe he is feeling like he maybe wanted to make some changes in the past and maybe and that wasn't a good time for her and so now he's kind of sectioned himself off and he's hurt and he's like i'm just staying over here and i don't want to talk about this anymore we don't know because that's also a possibility right but lick your wounds get over it you've had a baby since then (laughs) time has passed at least nine months has passed right because i'm sitting here thinking that's true she convinced him to open up credit cards you can be hurt from that but now they have a baby it that you're married I'm guessing years or years. It's, time has passed. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated. But when she is putting herself in the position to be able to say, I'm ready to make positive changes with our finances. And for him to just be like, no, no, this is your mess, dear. This is something you need to deal with. You're the one who dealt with, you're the one who met, made this a mess. So I'm not going to help clean it up. Like, that's just wrong. Oh, I'm just getting mad again. <laughs> you know what? You, oh. I think this is like where we've disagreed the most because I don't know. Because this, this guy could be a horrible person. So I don't want to defend someone who's uh. maybe a horrible person. <laughs> but at the same time, saying he's been hurt in the past, 
Sometimes you need to see the other person take some positive steps in the right direction to make you believe that they are really going to move in a different, like do things differently than they have in the past. Okay. I will, I will, I accept that that is what you said. I hear what you said. Hold on. No, Those were no, English I'm... words that you spoke out loud. There you, you, go. <laughs> you used words that might be wrong, but I accept, no, I'm kidding. No. And I, okay. I do see that. Like if she started writing a budget or she totaled up the debt and kind of came up with some sort of a debt payoff plan and she's starting to show changes that, hey, this is something I'm serious about. This isn't something that I'm going to say, like, let's do this. Because maybe he's worried, like, oh, we're going to get started on it and you're going to abandon it. So yeah. I can see that. So my advice to her is to start without him. Mm. Start without him. I, this is what I tell people inside my inner circle all the time whose spouses are not on board with budgeting. I say, start without him. You can budget what you spend on. Because even if you have joint finances, you might be in charge of the grocery shopping or you might be in charge of certain spending. You can still track your expenses for both of you. You can still do this and hang that sucker on the fridge so that way they start seeing, hey, you know, there are some changes happening. And so whenever you do start making those changes with your money, with your spending, with your goals, with your priorities, they're not going to be able to help but notice. And so maybe that's what she needs to do. And then he'll realize, hey, this is something that's really on the right path. Let me go ahead and jump on, jump on that with her. However, <laughs> I just want to say that this sounds like something they have talked about several times. Mm, yeah. She true. uses the word, he is extremely jaded and resents me. And I am a firm believer in, you know, like those are her feelings. It might not be what he's intending to do. However, he needs to realize that it's not, it's not just her mess. That's and if he, if he has goals and he has dreams for their future and he wants to be able to do things like travel or he wants to be able to, to live a different life financially, then ultimately he's going to have to get over himself and say, even though. This was not originally my debt. I can still help and support to get rid of the debt. That's true. That's a very, I think, very mature way of looking at it as well, because uh, just kind of come over to your side here. I don't want to I, I really don't want to be stuck on this guy's side <laughs> when mm -hmm. people look back at this and like this guy was horrible. They're going to be like, Chris, what were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? Uh, but I, I will agree. I like the idea of in either situation, whether he has maybe reason to be hurt or whether he's just being a jerk and he needs to work together mm -hmm. and hop on board. Kind of like, I forgot what episode number it was, but we had the person who wrote in and said that um, their, their partner wasn't on board and they were like spending all the money. Like if the money was in the account, mm -hmm. they were going to spend it. So she just started saving and then showed oh, it was all her this boyfriend. Money. Yeah. yeah, there he goes, her boyfriend and showed like, oh, look at all this money I was able to save. Not saying you're, and even in that example, she wasn't necessarily hiding money. She was those were her, that was her own money. She was just saving mm -hmm. on the side. But sometimes having that example is what you need in either in either situation. Whether they're like, I've been hurt and I don't believe that change is actually going to happen, or mm -hmm. they're just like, I'm I don't want to change and I want to keep living the life yeah. I'm living and I, you do whatever you want, but I'm not doing that. Either way, sometimes being that example of what you can do and what you can accomplish works in either of those situations. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? I think that a lot of people also deal with this. 
because whenever, especially people that maybe don't have conversations about finances until years within their marriage. True. Yeah. Because they're just so used to the way they're living. They're used to the way that they've always done things. And then one person wants to change. And it's hard to get the other person on board when one person changes their mind about something. So I do think that this is a common a common issue. Maybe not this specific issue, but mm. just not being able to get two partners on board with the same goal. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, how does this apply to me? If you don't have a partner that's on board or willing to do it, Start without them because ultimately, if you're making that positive change, hopefully they will see it and they'll say, I want to do a little bit of what this person's doing. They're doing something that's working because you don't have to wait for your partner to be 100% on board to make changes with you and the way you spend money and the way you handle money. So that's what, that's what I say. That's what I tell people in my inner circle. Um, but this guy, I mean, I hope he's listening right now. Yeah, I do too, because. I, whenever we get these calls, I want to hear from like everybody involved. I want I want to like a full discussion. I want to hear all the story. Yeah. But uh, if if this guy, if he's just like do your own thing, then that's not a real marriage. That's not a real partnership because that's not how it works. You don't stick the other person and say, I don't care what you've done in the past. I'm only worried about what's happening since we got married. That's not how it works to me in my, well, in my mind. To me, it would work. It could work like that if everything else was separate. But it seems like all their other money is joint. Everything else is done together except for this debt part. So it's one thing if you already have separate finances and you went into the marriage knowing your money is your money, my money is my money, we won't mingle it. Okay, fine. You can figure out a way to make that work. That's not what I do, but that's okay. But it sounds like the rest of their money is mingled. He just doesn't want what is just not good in his eyes. It's just mm. hurt, you know, it's just yeah. like the, the nuisance, the baggage. He just doesn't want the baggage. Well, guess what? You signed up for the baggage. Oh, I'm getting, we yeah. got it. We better, I, we better wrap this up because <laughs> you don't get to just marry someone and only have their, you don't get to pick and choose what you get. Okay. Woo. Let's stop. So thank you, anonymous writing. For <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I get what you're saying hundred percent. And I, I agree. You don't get to pick and choose. That's not how it works. You, it's every, or it's all if you want to pick and choose, just don't choose. Don't choose that person. If they're yeah. not perfect, you know, I mean, like you had a choice, dude. You knew it going in. Hopefully, maybe not. Ooh, what if you didn't know? Well, see, that's the thing. We don't know. She said, before I met my husband, I racked up this yeah. debt. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Anyway, and, but then, I'm still, yeah, mm, you, we, I'm, still I'm, not, I'm not going on his <laughs> side. I'm, I'm still a little passionate about it. How I, how I feel, Allison. Wait, here. Uh, we know how you feel. Uh, what I would say is... <laughs> That this could go either way. It could be he's maybe hurt and maybe he's tried in the past and now he's not open to it. I The more you talk, I'm like, eh, this is probably not the case. If, yeah. If, Cry me a river. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Oh, goodness. I need to stop. Well, I'm going to mute Allison right here. And um, but really, if she's making an effort, he really should be trying to help as well and be a part of that journey. And if he's not willing to, sometimes, like you said, you got to do it on your own and you make, you start mm-hmm. making your own changes and uh, hopefully that will spark a change in him as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we could really keep going with this, but I will. <laughs> yeah. I'll you say, better, you better shut me down now because I could really keep going with this. I'll, I'll, I'll just say thank you anonymous for your message. We know you sent this to us on Instagram. So if you have any follow-up information based off of what we said here, let us know. 
um, hopefully there's an update and maybe things are going a little bit better and he's changed his mind and he's, he's working with you and you guys are doing things together as, as a couple and moving forward in a positive direction. That's what I hope. Because if not, Allison is very prepared by the look on her face to get on a plane mm-hmm. and go slap him and uh, yep. get things moving <laughs> at a faster yep. pace. <laughs> That's right. 